everybody. It's me. It's Jake. Happy uh, Wednesday. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco. Cinco de Mayo. Uh, my May Mayo is also the fifth month, so it's five five. Cinco de Mayo. Keys, pants are jettisoned. You're ready for action. Good. Good. Glad to hear it. Just trying to get in, log in to the show on the pad of eyes so that I can talk to you guys. See everybody. Um, here we go. Keys, Dave, Keith, um, Rachel Cuttlefish. Oh, you are so good about knowing what's coming up next. Don, hola. Um, and uh, happy Wednesday, Bob. Yes. Did I say hi, Craig? Hi, Craig. And Brad, hello to you. Rachel, We've got. I got your box today. I'm going to open it tomorrow um, on the show. Hopefully Lady Jerry is going to make it by. I don't even know where she is right now. Todd, it's National Cartoonist Day. Well, you are a national cartoonist, uh, so happy day to you. Happy day to you. Um, and welcome aboard. Welcome aboard or abroad. Uh, again, I was going to try and... Uh, we have this awesome special effect. I was going to try and do the, uh, the Mevo today, but sadly that thing, that thing is dysfunctional. I'm, I'm angry with it. Uh, that may have to, that may have to get, uh, that may have to get tossed in the heap of the sands of time. But yes, it is cuttlefish. It's <laughs> cuttlefish Wednesday. You know, I was under the impression, and uh, maybe some of you were, that uh, cuttlefish were like squid, and they are cephalopods, and they look similar to squids. Squid? Squids? Squid. They look, they're similar to a squid, but, uh, but not. Uh, they're on the, they, they live on the bottom. And uh, I've looked up some facts about them. They're really interesting. There's some awesome videos about uh, cuttlefish. Calamari Wednesday. Yeah, Weege. Yeah, California. Cuttlefish versus otter keys. Um, I think it's all day. Otter all day on that one. Uh, the otters are going to win all day against the cuttlefish. The fart machine is reporting in. Did you hear that? That was a voluntary fart. I don't know what the hell's been wrong with the fart machine, but I haven't been able to get it to turn on for weeks. And when I push the button, it's no go. But did you hear that thing? It just turned on. It was a volunteer. That was not a real fart. That was a fart machine fart. Uh, I thought it was broken. I still think it's broken. But uh, there you go. You hear, You heard it here first. Well, by the way, it probably wasn't your first fart of the day. It could be. Cuttlefish DNA doesn't match anything else on Earth. That's weird, <laughs> if it's even true, Dave. Uh, how do you know that? That's that's interesting. Um, it is weird. Uh, there's over 120 distinct species of cuttlefish. And I always thought a species meant they couldn't breed with... Uh, one species couldn't breed with another species. But I think these cuttlefish... I'm not sure if that's true of all the 120 species of cuttlefish. But they range from uh, brightly colored, tiny, flamboyant cuttlefish, which top out at 8 centimeters, 3 inches, um, to the giant cuttlefish, which can grow up to giant cuttlefish. How big would you think? For something to be called giant. <laughs> 20 inches. Giant? Okay. 
Um, that'd be a giant penis, uh, that's for sure. But uh, giant cuttlefish, 20 inches. Cuttlefish can manually control their buoyancy uh, through the... Um, uh, let's see, what, it, what I can't remember what it's called here, but it's... Uh, uh, da, da, da. They, try, they try to avoid being eaten by other uh, carnivores, and they live most of their life on the sea floor. But uh, they occasionally go up to altitudes off the seafloor, and to do so, they alter their internal buoyancy through the uh, something called the cuddle bone. How do they think of the names of these things, uh, fellas? Uh, the flamboyant cuttlefish. There's a brand. There's a band name. There's a brand name. The flamboyant cuttlefish is a great. Listen, if you uh, are uh, designing a clothing line of crazy patterns, the cuddle flamboyant cuttlefish would be. Uh, great. Uh, check out the flamboyant cuttlefish line of moo-moos for the fall. Um, sleepwear. They, so they control their buoyancy through the use of the uh, cuttle bone, um, which isn't a bone, but it's a porous internal shell, and they adjust, they adjust the levels of gas in the forward chamber of the cuttle bone. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, they put some gas in there, and the cuttlefish can rise to adjust its buoyancy when they're transporting but baby cuttlefish and small adults use their arms to walk along the ocean floor. Um, so we're going to learn more about their arms in a minute. And there's an awesome video of this cuttlefish walking along the ocean floor. Let me turn it on here. I, uh, this, is, this is a pretty, pretty impressive uh, cuttlefish walking on the ocean floor, I would say. And, uh, yeah, so that doesn't look like a squid to me, really at all. And I also love the dramatic music of the cuttlefish as it's walking along. Um, oh, Rachel Flavia, you sent uh, Rachel, Flavia sent Rachel a DM and they said you didn't get it. <laughs> well, you guys, you're, you're conducting your social life here. Oh God, I, I, I uh, disable reading view. Is that what I want to do? I want to stop this music from happening. There we go. That worked. Um, <laughs> they're aliens. The DNA thing proves it, Keith says. Um, <laughs> the sound they make is quite danceable. Yeah, well, it's danceable. It's a suspenseful. You don't know what the cuttlefish is going to do. They can change uh, to be almost any color, even though they're colorblind. Cuttlefish, they can change their uh, color... Uh, even though they're colorblind, which is amazing uh, that they can do that, but they do it. Um, three different layers of cells expand and contract to saturate the visible skin with a different array of colors that can be rearranged on a small enough scale to mimic almost any background. So, yeah, some of these photos of color cuttlefish changing colors, pretty impressive. Much, uh, much more impressive than... Uh, the octopus, well, maybe not much, but more impressive than octopus, I would say. They also mimic the shape and texture objects of objects around them because they have these, um, what are the things on their back called? Papillae, uh, extending and retracting individual papillae, tiny bumps across the cuttlefish body. The animals can quickly and dramatically change the texture of their skin. And then also they can put up their, they put up their little arms to mimic if they're next to a, um, a coral they can they can make them so they change to the color of the thing and they they do a little cuttlefish statue thing they're 
pretty hilarious. They don't want to get eaten. They can see behind them. Their pupils are W-shaped. That's a, that's a cuttlefish pupil right there. Their pupils are double W-shaped, and so they can see before and behind them. Pick, I can see you're at a traffic light, so you can, you wish you could see before and behind you right now. Yeah, how does one tell when an animal is colorblind what color to turn? I don't know that, Keys. That's not explained here on the website where I'm getting my facts. Um, so females can store multiple sperm packets and then select one for fertilizing. Evidently, uh, well, I'm just going to reel this, read this, because it's a little bit, if I, if I just start paraphrasing, I think I could get in uh, a little bit of uh, trouble. Uh, uh, let's see, uh, we Flavia, Flavia, you and Rachel trying to work out some, <laughs> David, you're saying big deal. You can change color too, as long as it's pale, dark, pale, red, or peel. <laughs> uh, so anyway, a female cuttlefish likes to have options when it comes to selecting desirable genes for the next offspring during a mating session. Uh, she can take on multiple sperm packets and store them in her mouth cavity until she's comfortable enough to lay her egg. Mm. Male cuttlefish know about this strategy, however, and they've developed a tactic of their own to counteract it. They'll initiate mating by shooting a jet stream of water into the female's mouth cavity to clear out sperm from previous males who've already laid a claim. And uh, by the way, fellas, I do not recommend this in, uh, in any kind of human mating scenario. Uh, although ask, ask first, uh, is always the watchword. After that, they transfer their own sperm packet and the female will either accept, accept it and store those or say no and get rid of them. Um, so males will cross dress to, for access to a female, which is, this is not unheard of in our species. Uh, male cuttlefish, use their color-changing ability to put on dramatic shows for females they're wooing. But um, this can run the risk of attracting not just females, but other males. Uh, and uh, in the competitive, because then males will see, oh, that, that guy is putting on a show. I bet there's a lady over there and head over there. So sometimes the cuttlefish will, uh, the male will do half of his body uh, made to look like the female and the other half made to look like uh, the show display. I'm not sure how that all works out, but that's that's what it says in here. Um, in other instances, males will disguise themselves fully as a female in order to sneak past larger males standing guard over a female after they've mated with the female. So uh, that can backfire on you too, because you're dressed up like a lady and before you know it. And if you ever saw that Bosom Buddy show, this was happening all the time to Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari. Uh, guys would were interested in them, even though they were they were not. You know, I I, I don't want to slut shame anybody, but they were not. Uh, this is not slut shaming. But Peter Scolari and Tom Hanks did not make really attractive ladies, in my opinion. I hope I hope it's okay to say that. Um, Uh, this deception works almost half the time, almost half the time. So most of the time when you try dressing up like a lady to sneak past her boyfriend, uh, you're going to get punched in the head. And uh, so just put that in your pipe and smoke it. Cuttlefish use decoys as self-defense when they're threatened. Cuttlefish, like most cephalopods, can release a cloud of ink, but they can also uh, 
uh, release uh, mucus and then shoot that full of ink so it makes a kind of a snot ball uh, decoy fake cuttlefish that, <laughs> that can attract predators. Uh, so if you're an otter and you're about to eat a cuttlefish, give it a poke first. Otherwise, you're liable to just get a nice cuttlefish snot appetizer. Uh, cuttlefish hunt using hypnosis. Although they typically use color-changing abilities to blend in to avoid getting eaten, when cuttlefish go on the offensive, they turn their bodies into pulsating light and color shows and as an attempt to hypnotize potential prey. Now, there's a video of that. I wonder what the music is like for that. Uh, let's check that out. Uh, let me see if I can blow this up. Uh, no, it's taking a while to, to get going. Um, in warm tropical seas. <laughs> you hope Matthew McConaughey is your next governor? Here's a fascinating cuttlefish. Um, endowed with powers of hypnosis. Powers of hypnosis. You can you can hear that. Um, I wonder if you can use a cut cuttlefish to refill your inkjet cartridges. Ouija, I don't know about that. I'm sorry, I'm getting some weird to reflections. Itself from predators, but, a cuttlefish can disguise itself at will. It's disguising itself at will. You can see that. I wonder if I turn it sideways, if it'll go... Wow, look at that. Look at the technology that is at play here. <laughs> I'm, I'm using a camera to take a picture of another screen. Uh, and I'm probably violating some international copyright, I'm sure. Oh, there's a crab being hypnotized by the cuttlefish. I wonder if I turn this off. Yeah, it'll be quiet. Um, so, yeah... <laughs> so you're right we're we're looking at caitlin jenner is going to be running for our mayor but uh jen you're saying matthew you hope matthew mcconaughey is the next governor of, of texas yeah well i think more people are going to move there from california if that's the case but you never know we might get the rock as our governor i don't think he's going to run but he might run for president maybe that'll happen um you would think that hypnosis would work on potential cuttlefish suitors as well yeah well i don't know how if how these cuttlefish what kind of hypnotic suggestions they're making um <laughs> no i don't remember when south park did the human centipede and the front guy said what should i eat kyle cuttlefish or vanilla pudding that's a good one um i'm ready to watch that one pick you wouldn't want matthew as, as your governor uh, well i think this is not something that we need to worry about <laughs> i don't think matthew mcconaughey is going to become our, anyone's governor um, but you never know. Um, <clears throat> Jen, you want Matthew as your anything. Well, that's already happened. That's game over. So let me tell you about my awesome day. I, we had a, I've got two propane tanks here, not to brag, but I'm a two propane tank guy for my uh, outdoor grill thing. And uh, one of the tanks we're going to put on the camper but it was a little bit rusty. So I looked up a place and I was able to take it in and trade it for a brand new tank for $21. So that was a huge win. I didn't know if they were gonna accept my tank and trade, but they did. Traded my tank for a new propane tank. That was job one. Then I took the truck to the suspension place to see if they could install the thing that I bought on, uh, on uh, line to, to beef up the suspension to support the camper. And at first he said, well, we don't normally install things from that we don't sell. 
but he agreed that he would do it. And then he said, it's going to be three weeks. And I said, well, that's not a problem. And then I stood there and we talked about uh, business and uh, the international supply chain, which is, according to this guy at the auto parts place, the truck parts place, the international supply chain is, we're just getting to the beginning of the disruptions of all of that. And so while we're coming out of the viral pandemic, hopefully, fingers crossed, if all the dipshits get vaccinated, um, then uh, we're still going to have to deal with the sp supply. He says he can't get things because they can't finish building them because they can't get the parts from where they're supposed to come from. And even f things that are finished can't get shipped to the places where they're going to be sold because uh, the supply channels are all effed up. So, so that's what I learned. But his first quote was, I won't be able to do it for three weeks. And then he said, can you bring it in tomorrow at 10 a.m.? I'm taking the truck in at 10 a.m. He thinks he'll be able to put this new part on in one day. I'll have the propane tank. I'll have the new suspension on the truck all sorted out by uh, tomorrow, end of day. Maybe not by showtime. And then uh, what else happened? And then I got my uh, my herbal testosterone boosters uh, at a substantial discount through a friend of mine who is a uh, registered reseller. So that was pretty exciting. Um, oh, Jen, you're saying you don't want to brag, but you sold grills and you could have hooked it up for me. Ah, well, I was able to solve this tank problem on my own, Jen, so I'm going to have to use you uh, for my new cap uh, needs. You're a one-tank guy, Dave. Yeah, I was a one-tank guy, too, until we had friends over for a barbecue one time, and the tank, the propane tank, went dry. We had to finish doing the barbecue on that little kitchen grill fry pan thing, and that was, uh, I think, uh, nightmare, catastrophe might be a bit of an over-exaggeration, but it wasn't, as, it wasn't as great as just being able to swap in a new tank. Um, <laughs> Flavi, you're saying sometimes three weeks turns into six weeks or 12 weeks. Yeah, I get it. Um, you don't know when you get your new car plates. I've got my new car plate and the new truck plates are in. Got those already. So I'm excited about that. Um, <laughs> Rich, you're saying the supply chain thing is all BS so they can drive up prices. Well, uh, possibly in some cases that's true, but uh, this guy at the at the truck place was telling me he's got customers who come in and want to spend money and he can't sell them the stuff because he can't get it in. So I don't know how that, I don't know how that fits with your, um, model of what you think is going on, but, uh, they can both be true. Actually, there can be, uh, sometimes, sometimes when a thing is really happening, like a global financial crisis, uh, businesses can say, Hey, because, business was down because of the global financial crisis in 2008. We're going to have to cut your pay, comedians, and we're going to raise it back up later on when uh, our business recovers. And then they don't do that. <laughs> so, A, there was a real global financial crisis, and two, they found a way to screw us in perpetuity. Not throughout the universe, just here on Earth. Uh, running out of propane, middle of night, nightmare, especially when it's cold, two tanks needed. Yeah, Joan, that's right. Well, we're only going to have one tank on the truck, but uh, I think we'll be able to, to make it through the rest of the night. Um, <laughs> Ed, you always knew I'd be good at sweet-talking mechanics. 
Well, I one of the skills that I learned in New Orleans is once somebody starts talking to you, if they seem to be enjoying yourself, themselves, uh, you just kind of relax and see how long you can kind of keep it going. And then uh, people kind of like that. Everybody likes to be in a conversation that they're getting listened to and they're enjoying. And uh, it turned out that while we were talking about supply chains and people who, who wouldn't get vaccinated and people who were encouraging people not to get vaccinated and how the, the, those people, if they were just uh, ill-informed, that was one thing. But when they knew better and were still... Anyway, once we, it turns out while we were having those conversations, he was also looking to see if he could find an opening in the schedule. And when he found one, he was happy to give it to me. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't say I sweet-talked him. I would just say I talked him. Um, <laughs> gotta love those testosterone boosters. Yeah, Flavia. Well, when you're getting up at uh, 6 a.m. to let some younger men try and knock you down, you like to have all the testosterone you can get. Uh, I don't think I'm low T, Rich. I, I just think that, uh, I just think I'm looking to boost. I'm looking to, the idea of these herbs, and who knows if they even really work. I'm susceptible. I believe all kinds of crazy stuff, like the global supply chain thing. Um, but uh, the way the, way the uh, herbal supplements are supposed to, they're supposed to help they're supposed to encourage your system to produce more testosterone as opposed to uh, people with low T getting testosterone shot right into their system. And the downside of that as, and I'm no doctor, <laughs> I'm no, I'm no car mechanic. I'm no truck mechanic. I'm no propane expert. Uh, but uh, my understanding is if you're getting testosterone shot into your system, then what can happen is your system can say, Hey, there's plenty of testosterone here. I don't need to produce it anymore. And then you become reliant on the exogenous, exogenous, I think that's the right word, uh, testosterone that you're getting from your uh, doctor. Hopefully you're getting it from a doctor and not a uh, overly helpful bartender, uh, which is the way we used to get cocaine uh, back in the uh, 80s. So, um, so the advantage of the herbal supplements is they just encourage your system to produce more testosterone and then... Uh, it's always cheaper if you make it at home. There you go. Uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, keys, you got a meter on the tank saying so you no know when it's getting low. Yeah, that's good. I've tried the hefting method, which is not the best. Um, Dave, you don't believe in meters. Well, that happens. Jen, you're saying Dave cooked pickled chicken with the sous vide? Oh, I'm ex I'm surprised about that, too. Um Oh, Ouija, you wonder if Butter Dick vanity plates are available. Oh, I would be so excited. I, I, that's probably one of those ones that they would look at it and go, okay, well, let's make one for Butter Dick. No, forget it. We're not making a Butter Dick license plate, but maybe. Um, suppliers are doing it, not the local business owners. Oh, are doing the supply chain thing? Oh, Rich, well, you you got an answer for everything. You seem to know what you're talking about. What can you tell me about testosterone? Uh <laughs> I don't know who Jackie Benson is. Um, oh, he's the singer. Got it. Now I do know. Now I do know. I didn't think I knew. Now I do know. Uh, all right. So how about a question from the question box? I'll tell you an answer. Well, this isn't really an answer. This is a, it's very possible that there won't be a show on Friday because I think my daughter has a basketball game and is back down where last Friday's game was. So, um, so I'm not sure, uh, 
I'm not sure if there'll be a show tomorrow, but I'll get back to you that. I'm not sure if there'll be a show on Friday, but I'll be I'll get back to you that on tomorrow. Uh, so the question from the question box today is, uh, and uh, so happy to have heard all about the cuttlefish, uh, which evidently are um, aliens, according to Dave. Flavia says herbs work. Great. <laughs> Whatever works, you're good with it, Rich. Nice. <laughs> Dave, your boat is sinking. That's sad. Um, Ed's saying my dad was fantastic at just being nice to people. And as a result, things went more easily for him, including talking to people when they didn't have a common language. He did that occasionally when you lived in Nigeria. Yeah, I've had I've had luck with that when we were down in Costa Rica, Ed. I was talking to the guy who was the uh, the guy who took us on the horse riding. He barely had any English, and I didn't have any Spanish. And uh, he let me ride his horse, which turned out to, to be a bit of a disaster because it just bolted on me. But he was doing my favor. Um, Gary, you never run out of testosterone. Congratulations! I'm happy to hear that. Oh, Jen, you, Lori, Jen, you're saying Lori from Australia just bought some herbs that are supposed to make her relax in tea, but it didn't work, so she smoked it. Yeah, well, that's if the tea doesn't work, you can always smoke it. I think I read that in the owner's manual. Yeah, Ed, you're saying when you start burning a lot of propane tank, doing the refills at gas stations with propane tanks is much cheaper. Yeah, it's cheaper to refill the propane tank than it is to do the swap out, Ed. But I did the swap out this time in order to get a new tank. And then now that I have a nice tank, I can refill it at the cheaper. I'm, I'm not as dumb as I look, although sometimes I'm a little low on testosterone. Um, what's the best way to deal with stress? Anybody? I'm thinking it's I'm thinking uh, it's uh, kayaking, Dave. You seem to be not that uh, stressed out. So kayak, getting in the water, I think getting in the water is a good way to deal with stress. I definitely think that uh, every time I've gone in the ocean, especially in the cold ocean lately, it's been a de-stressor. It feels like it stresses you out, but every time I get out, I just feel so much happier and and less stressful. I feel the same way after jiu-jitsu, which is intense. You know, it's a stressful... Sometimes to do a stressful thing can de-stress you from some other stress that's coming in because you kind of realize what you're, um, what, what you're up against. Here's a tip, Keith says. If you find yourself in India, if a kid is walking the street and asks you if you'd like to ride his horse, <laughs> say no thank you. Yeah, that's a good tip that I would say as far as... Um, as far as uh, Costa Rica goes as well. Ed, comedy clubs. Yes, I have some news on comedy clubs. Cristela, who I had lunch with yesterday, was telling me that the Improv on Melrose here in Los Angeles it has been doing some shows. She had done a set already, and she told me who to email, and it's someone that I've known for a long time. So I emailed Erin, that's her name, to ask if she had any spots available for either Saturday this week or next week sometime. So maybe I'll hear back from her by tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow... I'll have my truck fixed and my testosterone jacked and a spot scheduled to go on stage at the Improv. If all those things happen tomorrow, imagine imagine the night Lady Jerry's going to have. <laughs> Fireworks at bedtime. Um, so, 
that is, uh, that's our show for today. We've got Rachel's package being opened up tomorrow. Hopefully Lady Jerry will be here. Uh, we've got uh, Ancient Aliens in the Bible. <laughs> Let's not forget that. Uh, and now it's time for Seize the Day. We're going to seize the day today. Um, I'm going to be getting up early tomorrow, so I'm going to seize the night with a nice uh, night of sleep because i got to get up at 6 to do that jujitsu at 7. So um, here we go. Today's Seize the Day is from Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. He invented a uh, wood-burning stove. Forget about propane. Benjamin Franklin sees the day. Trouble knocked at the door, but hearing laughter hurried away. So that's also a good de-stressor, as you said, and I think comedy clubs are a de-stressor. Trouble knocked at the door, but hearing laughter hurried away. So uh, uh, smile when your heart is breaking and laugh when trouble knocks at your door. Uh, Rachel says, thank you for all of the laughter you provide us so that your troubles can retreat. Well, I hope that you laughed today. I have to say that uh, I think I must have said one thing that was funny today. Uh, I hope so. And if I could say one funny thing a day and then remember them and string them all together, I'll have a whole new show for stage. But it won't be it is new to new to them, not new to us. We've heard all this shit before. All right. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. I look forward to uh, seeing you all tomorrow for Ancient Aliens in the Bible. And uh, meanwhile, don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later, as always. All right.